All right, here we go. Let's get it done. And another day, another Wednesday. DJI mic test impressions, automating workflows. How is NaNoWriMo going? And my skipping rope broke. Burpees instead. Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky, folks. Hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah, today was um, a productive day in that uh, it was one of these things where uh, I was supposed to do some work and then um, there were tech delays. And so as tech delays happened, I was able to get some other things done. So uh, today, since today was Wednesday, I did manage to get both of my workouts in as well. Although I'll tell you, I was dogging it. It was kind of crazy uh, that I just wasn't as... Um, what would you say? Uh, energetic. I just wasn't. I, I don't know what it was. It possibly because I was I probably ate too much last night. Uh, but uh, getting getting going in the morning a little bit rough. Not gonna lie. Uh, and then getting out. It is cold in the morning. I did get as I mentioned. I have these sweaters now, so at least one more sweater that I can wear outside. But even still, working out outside in the cold. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, it might take some getting used to um, uh, in terms of just getting outside that first, it's the first mile that really sucks, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, uh, once you're past that first mile, um, it gets a little bit easier to deal with uh, the temperature. Uh, and then like when I was trying to do the uh, skipping balls workout, which is uh, uh, was scheduled for today, but that had to be modified as well. Uh, once I get to that portion, because that's 25 minutes into my workout already, so uh, two, running two miles is, only takes 22 minutes, but even still going a bit slow today. Um, but uh, it was uh, even then with the skipping balls, I got out early today. Uh, sorry, late. I was out probably around seven o'clock. Um, just th this whole, I guess I haven't, uh, and this is one of the reasons I was kind of thinking maybe I'd like to start working out indoors is simply because to get dressed and like get prepared to go outside, putting all the layers on, it's adding a few minutes uh, to, to, to the workflow, to the, to the whole morning. And as a result, um, I, I am getting out later and it's just becoming one of these things that, you know, you, you push it back and you got to rush through your workout in order to uh, get back in time uh, to, uh, to start work. Now, I did have a truncated morning workout today because and I probably should have thought about this but I thought these things would sort of last I thought this is they were built for this silly me so I bought a new skipping rope like just a month ago right nice baby blue uh finally got the uh, the length of the rope uh settled on and it snapped right into thing broke right in half and I mean I've tried to repair skipping ropes before they don't last. Like it, it, you can tape it all you want, but the fact that you're swinging this thing around, you could tie a knot in it. But the fact that you know it's plastic and it's kind of cold outside, and this thing is hitting the, the cement, um, I have very little confidence that this is going to work any more than it did today. So, not to be daunted, um, and not something I really wanted to do. I, I kind of had this idea before, but. You know, touching the ground is always, you know, eek, eek, and gross and dog poop and bird poop all over the place, dog piss and everything and spit. Not exactly the first place I want to be spending my mornings, right? But uh, be that as may, I'm like, you know what, you, you can't, 
You can't just give up on this workout because you're skipping rope broke, bro. <laughs> I mean, you got to get this done. So instead, the, uh, the skipping rope lasted the first round and then it snapped on the second. I'm like, oh, bloody hell, are you kidding me? I'm like, well, I guess you're doing burpees for a minute. I'll tell you, I mean, I, I can do about 10, 11 burpees. I was kind of slow. Again, I was going slow today. I don't just not feeling the energy uh, I normally do. Uh, but uh, 10, 11 burpees per minute, take a 15 second rest, then one minute of medicine ball workout. Uh, so I got two rounds of that. Um, I normally do three rounds. Now, maybe it's because I didn't do last week's and that's why, you know, my body's kind of like still sort of, uh, it, it lost some strength possibly. Um, I have dropped weight. Okay, so I'm, I have dropped a couple pounds uh, since last week or since two weeks ago. So maybe some of that was muscles, who knows, but uh, anyway, only got through two rounds, and I'm like, I, I, I'm done. I'm just, I'm just going back in. I'm, uh, it was 8 o'clock already. I had to um, get ready for work. Uh, did manage to get the afternoon workout in, uh, but only barely because as it happened, um, there was a bit of a delay in getting some stuff uh, for through the pipeline through, through work. Uh, and as a result, I sat down to quite innocently start trying to automate stuff and so if, if you listen to this podcast for a while one of the things i've been trying to do for oh, a couple of years now i guess is trying to automate my workflow and i haven't had very much success with it i kind of you know my interest waxes and wanes with this sort of thing i'm very much interested in getting it uh, automated the, the problem is, is that it's just often very much it's quicker for me just to do it and then let it be done. But today I was like, let's try. Let's see what happens, right? And so I got sort of typing on it because I, I was looking at going, it's, it just can't, it's, I must be missing something so simple to this that it's it's right in front of me and I can't see it. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll solve the problem. I'll, I'll give you the answer. I didn't get it fixed, but I am closer. So there's a few different workflows that I'm trying to work on. And the, this might be the issue is that I have a lot of different ideas uh, and it's sort of, I don't think that they're um, contrasting or clashing against each other or anything like that. It's more that uh, which one sort of require, should I spend the most time on, right? So the, one of the ones that I've talked about before is uploading MP3s to my website. I've been trying to do this, figuring out the best way to do it. Um, have had no success i've um i guess the easiest sort of step i could take with this actually the one success i've had is that if i send a file well if i i I can batch resize uh, photos drop them in a specific folder rename them with a certain um uh, like a, a what do you call it a tag right? So that that's one of them. That, that much I can do. But getting them to be renamed to the exact file name that I want, which is the date, uh, and then uploaded to the website, a specific, uh, on a, using a specific site, like my, my website, basically, it, it has to go to the WordPress add media, add new media page. And it's, you'd think it, it could be, I would think it could be done. Now, the one success I had today was I was able to 
if a file is dropped into the folder, that folder will then open up a web browser, go to the logon page, log in, and sit there at the add new media page. Now that's all I got done. And as the problem with this is that it's although it's um, it's a start, it's that it wasn't any I couldn't get uh, the browser or the program to click the select files button. So if you if you've ever had a WordPress site, you know you can batch upload uh, files, right? You click select files, you you select your files and you press uh, upload, right? That's what it's supposed to do. I couldn't get that to work. And that's where I spent like another hour on it trying to get this thing to click the bloody button and it just wouldn't work. Um, getting the thing to log in, that was actually a bit of a success because I'm like, I've never had that happen before. So I was kind of happy with how that, uh, that worked out. But um, so I, I have to work on that, the folder action in terms of accessing the website and being able to upload directly to the website. The other folder action I got to work today, I was actually quite impressed I was able to do this, um, was being able to convert video files, uh, M, yeah, they're MP4s, they could be MOVs, it doesn't actually matter, to tell you the truth, um, downloaded from Skype, drop them into one folder, it exports audio only as M4A, the M4A gets spit out into another folder, and when a file hits that folder, it opens up Audacity. So that much I got done. That was uh, decent enough, was able to uh, get some things done uh, and at least make that work. Uh, where it where I got delayed and wasn't able to uh, fix the, uh, the, the program, it was uh, trying to get Audacity to automatically apply a macro and so if you've ever used mac uh, audacity which I, mean, I guess some people have and maybe a lot of you haven't um what audacity can do is you can automatically apply a bunch of effects to your um, project or to your file and then spit it out uh, sort of all in one go so you don't have to click through the effects uh, file menu at all you can just have this thing run as a macro and this is built into audacity now i couldn't get audacity to trigger this on its own uh, i couldn't get uh, mac os to trigger on its own i couldn't get uh, automator to trigger it i kn- i could find the macro file in the uh in the folder in the appropriate folder and i thought if i open it spits out as a, a txt so audacity saves these things as a txt file I thought I could open that TXT file with Audacity and have it uh, just load the macro. It didn't do that. At least it didn't seem like it did. Well, no, it didn't work because part of the macro was export MP3. And I was watching the folder and it was not dropping off a new MP3 into the target folder. So it wasn't working. It wasn't opening the TXT file with Audacity uh, and just wasn't... It wasn't running the macro. So I got it as far as I could automatically drop this video into a folder. It'll get spit out on the other side uh, or, uh, as an MP3. And then it'll open up the project, uh, it'll open up an Audacity project ready to go. 
With that, I then click this one macro button in Audacity and automat and within like 10 seconds, it'll spit out an MP3. It'll apply all these effects and plugins that I have on the, uh, the track that I normally use. And then it will spit out an MP3 uh, file into my designated folder. So I've gone from a bunch of clicks, like we're talking like 10 to 15 clicks, maybe 10 clicks, down to two. So that much I'm happy with. The other thing I was trying to automate, I know I'm probably boring you guys with, guys with this, but bear with me. The One of the things I do is I mess with the, uh, the meta tags. So I, I have a certain... Because um, for my own benefit, like I don't know about you, when you open up an MP3 file on your computer, you want to see the track title, you want to see the album title, and for me as a creator, I'd like to see the year, I'd like to see the you know the author and things like that. Because I mean, I'm trying to keep track of this stuff for myself as well. Uh, and Audacity does this as well. Now I couldn't get the macro to edit this, so then I got thinking, well, could I? How do I trigger? Uh, like, can I get Mac OS to control it? Can I get Automator or whatever? Couldn't figure it out. Uh, there are ways to use command lines to control programs, but that was beyond like what I was willing to go through today. I thought there should, there, I thought there should be an easier way. All that being said, I was thinking, well, maybe I could open up a program called Kid Three, which is a meta tag uh, editor. I again. Opening up a, a program, like a, launching a program with Automator isn't an issue. It's getting that program, clicking the file menu, clicking down to import, doing this. Those two little humanistic steps are probably the hardest to emulate. I'm sure there's a way. I just couldn't get it to work. And it uh, so basically what I have now is the ability to spit out an MP3 file or, sorry, open up... Uh, audacity with a, a file ready to be exported i have a macro that does all the editing that i want it to do and then i'll spit out mp3 i still have to change the uh, metadata myself though so if i could automate that uh that would save me quite a bit of time but as it is uh still was able to code that so that was uh a bit of success, you know. I was I was happy with that. I'm I'm glad with what I was able to do. It wasn't time wasted, uh, even though I've spent many other times wasting time and many of the uh, automated workflows I've tried to create. I end up just scrapping because uh, they just don't work. All right, uh, DGI mic test impressions. So if you had a chance at the end of yesterday's episode, I left you with a uh, uh, a, a test file, an audio file with. Uh, two tests. Uh, my recording with the Xiaomi 11 Ultra onboard microphone, which is what I have here on my hand right now, uh, recording on my cell phone. But I'm also right now actually recording through my Powerbeats onto my iPad, and that's for the, the video file. Now, yesterday I had the DJI mic uh, set up, which I just got, thinking that I would use these for podcast interviews uh, in the field, although I haven't really done any, f- I, I don't do much po- in the field podcasting. But I figured uh, if it wasn't studio quality, that'd be acceptable because being a travel type of expat podcast, you know, a certain ambiance, certain amount of hearing cars in the background, stuff like that, or foreign voices, I think would be uh, sort of acceptable. But running this test, uh, most people 
comparing the DJI test to the Xiaomi 11 Ultra. They all preferred Xiaomi 11 Ultra in terms of its sound, uh, its clarity, uh, and everything. So a little bit disappointed, actually, by how the DJI microphone didn't hold up to uh, expectations, basically. Now, there is one other test I'm going to have to do, uh, and I might not, I probably won't get it done tonight, but uh, I'm going to line up the Powerbeats, cell phone, DJI mics, and the H4 Zoom, uh, the Zoom H4n, record all four of them, same distance, same sort of setup, which would mimic what I'm doing for my podcast, and then we'll see, and then I'm going to, so I'll do that first, and then the second test I'm going to, that I have to run is if I change the placement of the DJI mics relative to the, the, the Zoom recorder, uh, and, and all that, so that's the idea. Uh, these are some tests that I do have to work out because I think these DJI mics will still play a role in uh, my recording uh, workflow. It's just whether or not uh, how much editing on the back end I have to do. So again, with this automation that I'm working on, the idea being that I can very quickly uh, drop this these files into a folder, have the computer run a set uh, number of uh, effects on them and spit them out as an mp3 file without me really having to tweak a lot. So it is very much about you know uh, expediting my workflow. Now, I guess the question is, do the DJI microphones sound files, do they need to be applied, do they need to be sort of modified in Logic Pro X, which is my professional da, da, do, da, or is it okay if they get uh, fiddled around with Audacity. Audacity does a pretty good job of compressing and exporting and stuff like that. So, like, I haven't, I haven't been up. I've used, I've been using it more actually for a lot of the, uh, I guess you could call it mastering, the final export stage of some of my uh, uh, podcasts that I've been publishing in different places. And not people have been pretty happy with the uh, the quality. So, I mean, if people are saying it's listenable and okay, then I mean, I'm not going to mess with it too much, right? And how much does Logic need to be used in something that's sort of like run-and-gun style, right? Logic Pro would be good for like studio stuff, um, you know, if you're you know, a bit more crafting, a bit more maybe music, uh, instrumentation and stuff like that, sure thing. But podcasting, I actually said Logic Pro is a bit overkill for <laughs> uh, for uh, podcasting, to tell you the truth. But that's, uh, that is, so current workflow, um, modifications in process. And how is NaNoWriMo going? Okay, so uh, I did mention uh, a couple times before that this month, uh, throughout the month of November, I'm trying to write this book, uh, The Art of Learning a Language. And this is based on Sun Tzu's Art of War, uh, which is taken from this idea uh, published by James Altucher that you could write a book within a, in a month, within 30 days, basically. So you, you pick an, a sort of an ancient... Um, uh, treaties, ancient book of some sort, like a classic, and then with that model or that structure, you map your topic on top. And so you, you you change what you need to. You don't copy and paste. No, 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 no. You are taking the idea, the structure, and possibly inspiration from the uh, the book, and then basically uh, putting your topic of interest on top of that or into that. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, 
Last time I checked, I think it was around 9,000 words I've written so far, and I have been writing both parts of the book. So what I've been doing, I've been going through the 13 chapters that Sun Tzu wrote, but then also at the end, I have some appendixes, appendices that I'm uh, adding to it that uh, are, are sort of topics that I've talked about before about making languages, like some, you know, a bit more practical uh, application of like how to set up your your study your study space, uh, how to keep a spreadsheet, um, how to keep things interesting and things like that, uh, and a bit more of the linguistic sort of stuff, like uh, um, some of the doubts and things uh, that people might have, and some of the lessons I've learned from my own language learning attempts over the years. So it's going well so far. Uh, 9,000 words. I'm pretty happy with it, um, given that uh, I'm not going for word count here. So like I know some people do, uh, they try to write 1,000 or 2,000 words a day, and I'm going I'm going for, um, I am actually mapping like learning a, a foreign language on top of Sun Tzu's Art of War. So that's number one, uh, which is one reason for the uh, the lower number of words, but then also I am very much going to, I'm trying to keep this as almost brief as possible to tell you the truth. Like if this book tops 20,000 words, I'm not sure how many pages that would be. I'd be happier with that. If it was like every page you read would like basically inspire you to put it down and go learn a language to, to spend 10 minutes on your, your, your vocab. That's what I'd go for rather than a bunch of fluff. And that is my fear because I'm, as I'm writing this, I find that I am repeating myself quite a bit because Sun Tzu uh, mapping the ideas or interpreting the ideas and uh, from you know killing the enemy, <laughs> capturing the enemy, destroying the enemy to like how to learn a language, um, I'm finding I'm, I am repeating myself a little bit uh, in terms of uh, uh, that sort of like, how do you interpret this basically? How how can I best put this? All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stephenserski.com. Happy humping day. Have a good one. We will talk again. Bye-bye.